Hello, Boker Tov. Welcome to the Abby and Ellie's spiritual journey. Where we share wisdom and insights about healing life and spirituality. So what's today's topic, Ellie? So Boker Tov, first we're going to introduce ourselves. We're very happy to be here today. My name is Eliezer, and this is Abigail here, other known as Ellie and Abby. And, and we are the Sapiers. We're the Sapiers. And, um, you know, we're going to be coming on every single day or every every time that we decide to record this podcast, you know, because we, you know, a lot of stuff is, is happening in, in our lives and in our spiritual journey and our own uh, desire to draw closer to God and draw closer to our own soul's true path. And um, we're very happy to just kind of share our experiences with you and share the thoughts. And even for ourselves, just to document this and it is completely real-time stuff. Nothing is um, written beforehand. We're just flowing with it because we really believe we have a lot of wisdom to share. Over the past, I'd say, three, four years, we've really gone deeply inward and done a lot of inner work and a lot of shadow work. And we have a lot to share on that. And we believe that not only does talking about it help ourselves process it and really understand it but also we want to give these tools to other people to be able to bring it into their own lives and make the changes that they want to see and the healing that they would like Mm, nicely put thank you so um the the, you know right now we're finding ourselves in the three weeks in hebrew it's called ben hamitzarim the uh, time between Tisha ba- uh, Shiva Asar Batamuz, the 17th of Tammuz, and Tisha Ba'av, uh, when the temple was destroyed. And uh, it's a little bit of an auspicious time for Jews, and it's it's also the hottest part of the summer. Um, and today, you know, I just, I happened to uh, not be able to sleep so much last night. And which is weird, because Ali's usually great at falling asleep. Yeah. Which... I'm the one who has a problem a lot of time. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, it's it's a little weird, and uh, this morning I was I was I was thinking about it, and um, you know I remembered on on Shabbat I happened to read my uh, daughter a story that was um, the lost princess story of Rabbi Nachman, and this princess she was telling this 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 helper the second to the king that to, in order to free her he needed to go to this place and he needed the whole year long to to wish to have her free, and in the last day it was very important not to sleep. What happened? He fell asleep. Um, but you know, I want to kind of draw this connection between um, sleeping and breaking your sleep, and yearning um, for the temple. And we're just going to kind of talk about like what is the temple? What is you know what does it mean for us? Um, and and just one point is that I I happen to realize, you know, um, there's a special prayer called Tikkun Chatzot, um, the fixing of midnight, fixing of the middle of the night. And um, in this in this prayer, I think there's there's Tikkun Rachel, Tikkun Leah. I'm not really used to saying it, but I know it talks about this um, this loss of the Shechina and the pulling back to draw close to close to the Shechina, close to the temple, the rebuilding of the temple. And I'm just wondering what this connection between breaking your sleep. You know, we break our sleep in the middle of the night. You know, sometimes. You, you you can arouse in yourself like this deep desire of like, well, Hashem, I want to draw close to you and like I want to draw close to what this means and, and, and it's the middle of the night and, and right now, I mean, it doesn't really seem like the night in the summer, 
but this is the time now that we're also really yearning to to figure it out and to come Such back and just, you gotta ask 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 real questions okay but i'm gonna challenge you for a second because i just want to put it out there for all the tired mamas i'm on a completely different journey right now i'm all about getting lots of sleep my adrenals feel like they really need it and so if you're like me, then sleep is important. Don't feel bad if you don't wake up in the middle of the night to do tikkun chatel. I think maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say anything that's more masculine or feminine, but maybe it's um, something more for the men. I don't know. But um, if you're a tired mama, just get your sleep. It's so important. If I had it my way, I would have been able to fall asleep early and, and wake up early. You know, waking up early has been uh, very, very nice for me. But um, but you know what I it does really when you're able to like break your sleep wake up either just have that ability to let's say go to sleep early so that you can wake up in the morning or you can wake up at 5 a.m. just do those things that are so hard it really shows a deep yearning and it really like starts this this track it gets the wheel rolling mm. like crazy actually like once the wheel's rolling it could just like go downhill really fast. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and it really reminds me. Okay, I have, I have a confession. I couldn't sleep last night, and I watched, uh, started watching Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you know I haven't seen that. You never really sat through that movie in my adult years to really see what it was about. And uh, in essence, they're searching for this for the for the Mishkan. They're searching for this place where uh, God is residing. Um, it's not very fitting that you know that it's 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 the mill and you said rolling you know and there's a scene in the beginning of the mill movie where mm. there's a big boulder rolling down and he's running that. and he's getting away from that, um, but yeah we get just you know sometimes we just have to get out of the way you know we have to surrender ourselves to what's uh, the flow in life and that's very much Tammuz where we're in it's a water month it's very much into um, Surrendering to the flow that sometimes Hashem has other plans for us than than what we have, and we need to accept and and see what happens. Even that if we have a will, very strong will, to go a different way, sometimes He's trying to save us. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like we're just at the brink of where Av is about to begin in two days, um, and they're both intense months that are not just hot physically but spiritually emotionally a lot of things are flying in the air there's a lot of confusion um you know we're trying to be like find this joy but at the same time there's this pressing disastrous like energy of history that's like on our shoulders and and just like the heat and we're tired we've been here for thousands and thousands of years like trying to get back to this place restore the fallen sparks so this whole idea with like a bowl a ball like rolling down a hill is like if you find yourself in a ball rolling down a hill like go with it because it means like you're supposed to change directions which is actually what this month is all about and you know i'm still reading up on av but the idea of reversals like in tammuz the permutation of god's name is backwards so it really shows that this energy is about reversals and, and there's a lot of other stuff too but then in av it's like the first month you know we have like the nine days and it's so depressing but then all of a sudden what happens there's like a complete 480 is it 180 180 sorry there's a complete 180 where all of a sudden you have the happiest day of the year on tuba av so 
so I guess where I'm getting at this is like if your ball starts rolling down another hill, just go with it because there's no point in fighting the resistance. So let's say you wake up at like four in the morning, you're like wide awake and something's like telling you to go get up and go for a walk, do some yoga, do yoga, do dance, like do something that your soul's true desire is really going to feel. Don't tell yourself maybe, oh, don't make up excuses. Just maybe go with that. Mm. Maybe that's that's this whole sleep thing. Mm. On, on the other hand, you know, if, if, if you're having trouble with that and you're, you know, you wake up at 11 o'clock in the morning uh, and you're always, wow, it's so late. I'm rushing. I got this. I got to go here. You know, um, just remember to, to maybe take a few minutes um, and, um, you know, meditate and find your center and know that it's still possible for you to have a good day and live a good day. Even if you didn't um, get those peak hours in the morning, uh, you go about it. Some days we're, we're here and we're present and some days we aren't. And um, we have to be OK with ourselves um, that, that, that it can be like that. Yeah. And, you know, I guess we're probably coming to end on this few minutes of nine and minutes and we're, 50 seconds. We're a few more minutes. But I, you know, my advice for this month is to really take time every day. It's my advice for life is to have a spiritual practice every day. Like whether it's going to be meditation, whether it's even just be going for a walk or just putting your headphones on and listening to music while you're, while you're walking outside on the earth. But take time to meditate every day. And specifically these this month, now, Tammuz and Av, is meditate on what your inner temple looks like. Um, because if we really want to see that temple again, we need to bring ourselves back to that temple. Mm. We need our souls to really want to be in our bodies. And I know it sounds crazy, but our souls aren't always in our bodies. Like when we wake up, it like we think Hashem, one of the bracho is thanking Hashem to, for returning our soul. But in reality, I believe, and many believe that sometimes they don't, it doesn't fully come back to us. Sometimes we're doing really cool spiritual things out in the spiritual world, and why would we want to be here in this stressful state? So we say moda'ani in the morning, or we meditate what our inner temple looks like. Really call your soul back home. Call your energy body into yourself. Work on clearing your aura. Work on making it your own space so that the shrina could really dwell. Because our soul, our bodies don't have souls. Our souls have bodies. And that is so, it's a shift in perspective that everyone needs to really fully understand and wrap their heads around because our souls are so much bigger. We're, we're so deep. We're so deep. You're so deep. You're so much deeper than you could ever imagine. So call your soul back home. When you're saying Wadani, really, really um, like integrate that level of it coming back to you. Make it a place that it wants to be, where the Shina wants to dwell. And once we all do that, then I think, you know, we'll be ready to receive the temple. Mm. And that's ultimately what we're here to do. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of um, disconnect, you know, at least um, growing up and, and anyone who's growing up in this world who's saying, you know, what's what's this what's this temple? You know, we have our tradition, we have our synagogues, we have our, you know, our, our, our nation and, 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 and what is this and what do we really mean? And it's hard to connect to um, this place where we went and used to offer sacrifices. But um, 
I think in the essence that the temple was was our home and it was it was like God's home and you know Reb Shlomo shares something beautiful um, kind of about a house and what it what is a house and what is your house what is God's house and he says that you know there's there's a level of, of choice in this world um, there's a level of, of choosing and there's a level that's that's deeper that's deeper than choice and he says their house has nothing to really do with choice you know sometimes we make a and that's where you feel at home, you know. If if we're trying to deal, if we're trying to deal with choice in a way that, okay, I have a problem, I need to figure this out, I need to figure that out. It's kind of you know I've 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 had this many times, being stuck in this analytical part of my brain, and it doesn't really feel good when you're stuck in indecision or you're stuck trying to, trying to choose, and and you don't have anywhere to stand. Should I choose this? Choose I choose that? You're one foot out the door. So, what's the holy temple? So it says the holy in the holy temple, a person did a sin, and a person comes to the holy temple to offer a sacrifice and stands before God, and says, "You know what? I made the wrong choice." And Aaron Akoin, whose whose yard site is in a couple of days on Rosh Chodesh Av, he's the high priest, and he comes out and he says, "You know what? It's okay. You're still okay, even though you made the wrong choice. It's okay. God didn't notice. You're here." Your home now. And you know, Moshe Moshe on, on Har Sinai, he taught us the, the, the holiness of choice. And that's definitely good and holy. But we're we're going to Yerushalayim right now. We're going to Yerushalayim to build the base on Mikdash. And this is the place that even if you choose wrong, God still loves you. And it'll be okay. And it already is. Right. And can I add something to that? Yeah. It just made me think of something just so deep that that real connection is really about the repairing. The real wholeness is really about repairing like the brokenness. You know, when you get in a fight with someone you love or when you say something wrong to your children or when they don't listen and then it's like you have that disconnect and then you come back to each other and there's like tears and there's realness and there's connection. There's something so deep and holy about the repairing like the repairing mm. and so it makes a lot of sense why we had to go through this whole thing and when we return to god and we say like i did something wrong like i'm sorry and we come with a full heart that's that's the ultimate tikkun because we go all the way back to adam and chava and the original sin what happened when god said did you eat from the apple that i told you not to and what did happen adam blamed chava and chava blamed the serpent they didn't return right away. They didn't own up and say, yes, I'm sorry, I did, please forgive me. And what would have happened if they did? Like, we'll never know, really. Maybe Hashem would have just forgiven them right there. But because they didn't come confess and try to return back to the source, they were banned from the garden. And we're still feeling that ban today. We're still feeling that disconnect. Mm -hmm. So it's really about getting into the heart center, getting out of the head, getting out of your ego, and just coming with a full heart. So, you know, when you do your meditation every day or your your time of interconnection, just call it your time. Like 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day, whatever you can do, two minutes a day. Like connect to your heart also because that's really important 
to feel that openness and to feel that that connection, especially for this month. If you want to really feel it, you got to get in your heart center. If you want to feel those tears and and really hear what needs to be heard. So mm-hmm. and we're going into Av. So we have two more days left of fixing of the eyes. So, you know, remember just to focus on seeing the light and everything, seeing the good and everything. And um, we're going to be talking hopefully every day. So more will come about Av, but we're going to be going into the Tikkun of Hearing. So stay tuned for more on that. Yeah. Um, one more short thing before we sign off. Or a few more short things, however, <laughs> however, however we decide, because, you know, we're kind of snowballing we're off of these, these thoughts. And it's just with these eyes, like, I don't know, there's, there's you know, there, there, there is seeing and seeing what's there. But there is this level of longing with the eyes that you're seeing something that's so deep and so beyond what's kind of there on the outside. And that's the secret of, of, of this. It's, it's being able to see the destruction and being able to really see that there is a possibility for, for growth and that um, you know all of, our, all of our opportunities, our difficulties are really just learn, growing opportunities. Tremendous learn, opportunities. Learning opportunities. And we should just, you know, instead of a lot of people are walking around with guilt all day of guilt that they think stuff that they did 10 years ago, stuff that they did yesterday, stuff that they're going to do tomorrow. Stuff even from their past lives or their ancestral roots that they're still carrying these wounds with them. Yeah. So we, we should just remember that even if we're, we're feeling like that, okay, the world is full, is full of mistakes. That's, that's how it is. And we needed to look with these holy Tamu's eyes that we can see past the mistakes and see what's possible, see that it's possible for us to 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 live our highest selves, to live a prayer, to to be our prayer, to be constantly yearning higher and higher, and we need the courage to ask God to really tell Him, you know, we want this and we want this now. I don't want to be wallowing around in self pity. I don't want to be stuck in my past. I don't want to be stuck in a bad mood. And, and I need your help. And I need your help. And I need your help now. Tell your now. loved ones too. Like, you know, like own up to your habits or stuff. Like, it's okay. We all have our habits. Own up to it and ask for help. Like, when you get into that space, you'll be so floored by, like, just getting out of the ego of how much people actually do want to help, especially the people that love you and especially Ashen. So don't yeah. be scared to admit and ask for help and and learn from from our mistakes and sometimes we do need to make mistakes uh three or four times just to be sure you know other people make mistake one time but if you're not one of those people i mean me and ellie have made lots of mistakes over and over and we still do but (laughs) it's the desire it's the it's the real does the the yearning it comes from the, the yearning to want the change that's where what it's all about that's the starting point and that's a great place to be even if you're only there, yeah, it's a great place. To I say be. to say nothing stands in the way of will, nothing stands in the way of ratzon, and so as long as we just even just have a little bit of that ratzon left, a little bit of that will left, and, and and also you grew up on a Theodore Herzl, if you will it, it is no dream. So yeah, I would say with these last couple of days of um, the the eyes, you know, fixing the eyes, start with um, yourself. Go look in the mirror. Mm. Tell yourself you love you. Like. Yeah. The way we really see the world is really like the way we see ourselves and the way we judge the world is the way we judge ourselves. So 
the best place to start is with ourselves. Stop judging yourself. Love yourself. And just be okay with where you're at. And the yearning and even the imagining, use your imagination about changing like in your head, even that will eventually bring about an organic change because we shouldn't really have to suffer through these changes. It should happen organically and we should want them. So just be patient with your where you're at, trust the process and love yourself. You're mm-hmm. awesome and we're so proud of you. Yeah. Abby, do you want to just give our listeners um, a little uh, uh, tool that you've been using to change um, uh, kind of um, your thoughts and experiences about um, about imagining um, your truer self? Sure. Well, I will just give... thinking about it. That's... Yeah, I'm going to give like um, a short example now and I'm going to build upon it in the next episodes. I also want to do one maybe in the beginning of the next episode too, to make sure that people really get it. But it's basically, I actually took a habit changing course. Um, it was awesome with Shana Narrow. She's a naturopath in Jerusalem and she's in her wellsprings. And she's amazing, by the way, just putting it out there. Um, and I learned from her, which is like a lot of NLP stuff, how to rewire the brain to change habits. So I'm just gonna give you a little tool today and we could build off of it. Um, and it's about, let's say you are you wanna be somewhere, but you also are enjoying doing this thing that you know is not good for you. So that's kind of problematic. So one thing you could do is start by visualizing in your mind, okay, For example, let's just say it has to do, a lot of people's habits have to do with food. So I'm just going to use that. Um, Let's say it has to do with, you know, just going in the fridge every time you're stressed or this or that. So in your mind, you visualize yourself going into the fridge and then instead of going for, or, or the cabinet, instead of going for that junk, instead you choose an apple. Let's just say, I'm giving an example. And you do this every day, like in your meditation, you visualize it in your mind. And every day you still go for that candy. But you start to change what's happening in your mind. And then it eventually like creates these new neural pathways that eventually you actually just start to do that thing organically without suffering out of like pure desire that you want to do what's good for your body. And you don't even want that other thing. So that's just one thing. You could start to change things in your mind before you actually do them in real life. It's a great tool because it's especially for people who aren't ready to make the changes. Yeah, you want to change, but you're not ready. Because if you're eating that apple and you really want that junk, you know, you're not going to be happy to eat that apple and the food's not going to go into your body that same way. You're not lifting up the sparks like as, as you should. Build the desire. So that's one little thing. And I think I should do a whole episode on, on some of these other things. Um, I, I think I need to do like a video because I need to show it's a little bit of showing but anyway start with that there's another small uh, there's another really cool thing you could do and and it's it has to do with like creating these screens in your mind and you have on you you close your eyes you get into this um, state by either counting down bring your eyes back just get into like relax your body and then you have a screen on your right side of your brain on the right side and it's you doing that negative habit that you're doing and you're just feeling all the things within and the math math and the negative emotions and 
whatever comes really with it. Really be there and make the colors bright. Yeah, bright and vivid. Just get in that image in your mind. And then you swipe it to the, um, you have a, a, vi- a new vision screen from the left that swipes in and pushes the right out. And then you see this new habit that you're placing with. And it's if you really want to make change, you got to get in your heart. You got to feel emotions that are linked to it. If you don't feel the emotion, then it's going to be really hard to make those changes. So for me, um, we learn to have these anchors. And what an anchor is, is for me, like an anchor is, I visualize my feet walking on the grass. Like the sensation I feel like the the exchange of energy for me and the earth going through my body and the feeling of the grass on my feet like itching them a little a little bit like I just get really into that sensation and then like another example would be just you know this memory I have being at the Kinneret I'm just sitting there and it's so peaceful there's no waves and I see this the glistening of the light on the water with shimmering sparkles and it's like a moment like that when I use my senses to get back into that motion it brings me to a state of of inner peace so decide what state you're trying to feel get that memory bring it to the front and use this tool as an anchor to you can use this anchor all the time you know when you're working through hard times to get yourself in back into a peaceful state but use these anchors to really anchor in the new habits like you want to connect those feelings with the new habits that you're doing so on the left screen when it comes in not only am I bringing my anchor in but I'm starting to so then I'm in that state and I'm feeling so good about not about not eating the junk and I'm eating the apple and I'm feeling so good about it and so happy and so you could just do um these techniques in your brain like repetitively like and with um you know day by day and see what happens it's actually really amazing I've been changing all different kind of habits so that's just a nice tool for the t- today and we're going to be sharing lots of tools with you guys every day or every time we do this podcast hopefully every day because we just love sharing tools like t- techniques and we have so many to share we have years of stuff to share so and we hope you liked it too please like or subscribe and um, comment tell and, us and, let us know what you think yeah comment let us know what you would like to hear how you've been dealing with it any questions you have any challenges and um we wish you guys the best day and a beautiful day and uh we have faith in you and we Bezrat Hashem have faith in ourselves as well yeah and, and we really want to Actually, me and Ellie are both the kind of people that really strive off of feedback. Um, so we're inviting you because the more that we hear feedback, whether negative or positive, the more we can give. It's it's really important to share that. It's just the kind of people that we are. Like Everybody's different, but we happen to be those kind of people. So we're inviting you guys to comment, share, like, um, and let us know what you think. Let us know where we should take this podcast. And uh, blessings for today. Until next time. Take care.